Mark, we're back. Yes, Matt. How you doing? Finally. <laughs> yeah, finally. Oh my god. Yeah, good. Good. So yeah, after I listened to our last week's episode, mm. well, two weeks ago now, mm. I was so jealous of how you sounded with that new <laughs> fancy microphone. <laughs> Hear the difference. Yeah, I was there. Whoa, that's what a professional podcaster sounds like. Mm. So I had to buy one myself. So <laughs> so I bought one and and then it I could not get it to work. Like uh and then when I researched some more I realized I had bought the wrong kind of mic. Okay. So I just reached out to my online BFF, Aaron Francis. Okay. <laughs> Hi Aaron. <laughs> and and I just asked him, what what mic do you use? Because I also want to sound sexy. Right. And uh, so, yeah, see, he he told me the one he uses. I just bought it. I played around with it. It sounded great. The only problem is that it has to be really close to your mouth. Yeah. So then I went and bought a, a mic boom. Yeah. You, now you even yeah. look the part. Exactly. No, exactly. I'm all set up now. I'm <laughs> ready. Got a fancy blue light. You're all, man, you're... <laughs> You're all set. Yeah. On air. That's what that light is for. Uh, what is the mic? Uh, I don't know by heart. Okay. It's, uh, You're not yeah. a real techie. You're not a real But gear, yeah. Right? But if, if someone wants to know, just DM me and I'll, <laughs> I'll send you the... I'll, I'll find the model number and I'll send it to you. If it, you think it sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think it sounds ask great. ask Matt what he uses. Yeah, exactly. This rental studio that I'm in. <laughs> Yeah, I'm not going to be able to go back to just like recording on whatever microphone I had. I have to, I've set a precedent now. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, so that's, that's what's new. Uh, otherwise, yeah, I'm, um, I'm, I have a few new ideas that I want to work on and I'm oh. super inspired by them. Like they, they take up all my, my uh, mental energy like <laughs> sure. when I'm walking the dog, when I'm in the shower, like I just think about these new ideas that I'd, I'd love to build. But then I feel, but wait a second, like Power Importer still has lots of features that you need to finish before you move on to something else. Right. So I'm really feeling torn. Like part of me just wants to build new stuff. That's, that's what I love doing. Sure. But part of me is there. But no, like you, these other features, they're almost ready. You just need to test them and release them. And right. So I'm, I'm really, I'm feeling really torn. Um, I know that one solution is simply to, to hire someone. Mm-hmm. to work on power importer for me so then i can do the fun stuff and they can do the boring stuff <laughs> <laughs> so so yeah i'm i'm, I'm considering that okay That's, uh, but it's it's so scary like i i started looking on some some of those uh, outsourcing sites uh, you can find like developers in the philippines for pretty cheap so but again like some people say yeah you you can find great talent like you know, how long is it going to take me to find someone that, and how long is it going to take me to, to document my source, my source code and, yeah. and get them up and running and like, it's going to take a while. So yeah, it's an investment for sure. Yeah. But it will pay off in dividends. Yes. But you know, part of me just, but you know what? It's summertime. Maybe I could just, <laughs> I could just do this side project now, you know, cause totally. it, you know, I'm really excited about it and it's something that I can build in public and, Part of me is, you know, you know, when you spend time on Twitter and the, the building public Twitter sphere, right? You see all these people building stuff and, and tweeting about it and sharing all the information. 
And it's like, I don't feel comfortable sharing all the information for Power Importer. But if sure. it was something brand new, I think I would be more interested. I'd be, I feel, I feel more open. It's like, ah, oh, it's brand new, whatever. Yeah, okay, now it's making 500 MRR. Now it's making 1,000. You know, right. like I could share all that information. Yeah. And part of me likes the idea of a challenge. Like, okay, so Power Importers is, is a success, but can I do it a second time? Like, <laughs> right? You feel you know, that, that damn imposter syndrome? Yeah. It's like, okay, like, can I redo it, right? Do I still got it? <laughs> exactly. So I'm, I'm feeling torn. I yeah. still I still need to, to do some more soul searching. Mm. Like, I know what I want to be doing. Yeah. But I need to figure out what I should be doing. Mm, damn. So that's a, that's a heavy question. Yeah. Because I, I love the idea of outsourcing. Like, finding... Because I, I totally agree with you. Um, finding people, screening them, and onboarding them is difficult. Luckily, you are a developer and you know how to hire other developers. So, you know, getting leads for who to hire will be tricky, but you'll be able to screen them effectively, which is nice. But yeah, yeah the exactly. onboarding is, ugh, that's going to be a, a road. Yeah, it's going to be painful for sure. But if I see, you know, like what's my five-year vision, like I I want to be starting new stuff. Like that's, that's what I love doing is yeah. finding an underserved problem and finding a unique solution. Yeah. And then, yeah, like doing of concepts and eventually a v1 and testing it with customers mm -hmm. that's the part that i really love yeah after that like growing a business growing a team that like it needs to be done but it's not something that i enjoy sure yeah you're just the born solo indie hacker just yeah yeah and i mean i guess if if you're starting a business that can really just run without needing new features maybe i mean maybe that's a good fit also Right. You know, like like for Peter Levels, for example, like, I, I mean, I guess he does add new features, right? Like when, when he's tweeting, that's usually what he's tweeting about. Like yeah. He's improving the UI or adding a, a small feature here and there, adding new stats. So no, I guess, I guess uh, even his products need constant evolution. Where's that damn passive income I was promised? It's bullshit. I don't understand <laughs> what happened. I like, I'm... I sent in my box tops and I'm waiting to get my shit in the mail, but I don't understand what, like if you find out who to complain to, I'd really yeah. like a, to file some formal complaints. Exactly. I built stuff. I prayed to the internet gods. I should have my passive income now. Come on. <laughs> That's exactly how that works. <laughs> Do I have to make a sacrifice now? Yeah, exactly. Get the goat or the lamb. <laughs> Uh, it feels like you've been super present on Twitter. I uh, every time I open Twitter, maybe it's because I like all your stuff. But <laughs> every time maybe. I go on Twitter, you're you're tweeting up a storm. The the weirdest thing happened last week. Cause so yeah, so I've been really quiet for months now. Hmm. Uh, and yeah, like for some reason last week, I, I just I don't know. Maybe it's it's just the stuff that I was seeing uh, felt more engaging. So I I replied a lot more on stuff and. Right. I was having I was having a good time as as my friend Aaron taught me. Yeah, making buds. Yeah, exactly. Um, and so so yeah, one day I was really active. I was replying to a lot of stuff, and then I I made some like random tweet about uh, yeah, basically criticizing how like the people who give the most startup advice on Twitter usually oh, yeah. have the least startup experience. <laughs> yes, I remember. And this. you know, like I just I just ran, like, it was just something that randomly came to my mind and I was like, oh yeah, I'll write this down. This is, you know, that's what's on my mind right now. I'll write it down. 
and didn't think about it. There's no hashtags. I didn't, I didn't, uh, at mention anyone. I didn't like, I didn't do anything. Yep. And for some reason it blew up. It went viral. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like I've never seen that much, that much activity on one of my tweets. And it was really, it was really random. Like I wasn't even trying. <laughs> it was just a random tweet. But then for some reason, like the Twitter gods were rewarding me for being active that day. And I must have appeared like, I don't know, maybe I appeared in these startups topic. Oh, yeah. But, but something happened and I was getting replies from people that don't follow me. Um, Shit. And it, and it wasn't spam bots. It was like real people. And, and then the, and then eventually, like, so it was, it was going viral before people even started retweeting it. Mm. Like, so it must have appeared. That's my guess is that it appeared in the topics for startups. Right. So people started replying. And then eventually there was a second wave where people were retweeting it. And then, yeah, it went. I mean, I didn't look at the stats recently, but. Yeah, I I just brought it up. It has 60 responses, 19 retweets and 202 likes at the time of this. (laughs) Exactly. Jesus. I think that's the the most engagement I've gotten on the tweet. Like last time I looked and it wasn't finished. Like I was still being bombarded with notifications from the app. But last time I checked, there were like 30,000 engagements. Impressions, I think. Yeah, 30,000 impressions. God damn. And it wasn't over. Like, it was still continuing. I was still getting notifications every minute. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, what is going on? <laughs> Man. Yeah, the replies are super thoughtful. I mean, some of them are funny. <laughs> but Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's fine. I like, I like to have fun. Lord, give me the confidence of a 25-year-old life coach. That's definitely the... <laughs> That's the winner right there. Yeah. So yeah, that yeah, so that that was fun. <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah, I, I didn't count, but I but I also got a bunch of new followers from it. So it's like so I guess what this is true. If you're the more active you are, the more visibility you get and Yeah. Turns out the system the, rewards, the system giveth, right, the exactly. system taketh away. <laughs> yeah. But I still don't like I st- I still don't thrive to like I I'm not trying to get new followers. Mm-hmm. I'm really trying to just make online friendships. Yeah. I think you do so, really well at that. So like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be active, but like yesterday I logged on and really there was nothing going on. Like I would refresh it and there was just nothing going on, nothing to comment on. So I just did nothing. Right. Well, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. it must've been a low <laughs> day, but I mean, you're up and to the right. <laughs> yeah. So keep going. Exactly. More hot takes. You? That's what we need. More Mark hot takes. No, no, <laughs> I, will, I will not do hot takes. <laughs> so how about yourself? What have you been up to in the past two weeks? Yeah. Um, so it's summertime in Canada, which is lovely. <laughs> um, Every last two weeks. Take, <laughs> yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, seriously. So uh, last week uh, I, w- I got a, so a last minute invite from a friend who has a, a cabin in the in a crazy place called Point Roberts. Uh, Point Roberts is a, so it's on the Canadian mainland, but just south of Vancouver, there's like a small peninsula and this like tiny little peninsula, the very southern tip of it uh, is technically in the United States. So like the border cuts across it. It's completely cut off from the rest of the states. So like the kids that grow up there have to take a bus into Canada and then back into the states in a place called Blaine. Uh, in order to go to like high school and they have to do this every day. Um, I guess technically you, if you had like a boat or something, you could drive your boat from, from uh, point Roberts over to Blaine, but I, I don't know how many people actually do it. 
or kite surf. That'd be cool. Kite surf to school every day. Um, so yeah, so we, he had a cottage there. We went down and we just had a blast. It was so nice to like be in nature and be away and drink a lot of beer, drink a little too much beer, just have a good time in general. It was, <laughs> it was lovely. Um, so I couldn't get back in time to, to record the podcast, but I came back and so leading up to going away, my big project has been momentum. How do I get and build momentum? So my momentum update for the last two weeks was my momentum has been quite high. Um, I've been getting my time in and it was a real challenge when I came back from the cabin um, because my freelancing client, I came back and I don't know if it was in my head or not, but it just felt like things were on fire and that they needed my attention. And it was really difficult for me to say like, okay, I'm going to sit down and I'm going to like, I'm, I'm going to ignore this fire. I'm going to work on my stuff. Uh, Cause like that just speaks to like this inner part of me that is screaming, <laughs> like to leave fires burning is it hurts my soul. It's yeah, that's, it's a, it's a hard one. Um, so I, I didn't get as much done that day. I, I freely admit that I took some time. I did, I did my one hour. I usually do three to four, but I did one hour for myself. Maybe I'll even call it 45 minutes and was like, all right, that's enough. I got to work on this. And then I worked like a super long day to, to put out fires and stabilize things. Um, and well, so that, that week, that's, that's a victory, right? Cause yes. Cause you had set that one hour minimum. Yeah. Like you've been doing more, but the fact that you went in and did the rep anyways. Yeah. So it, it's, oh, it's so funny that you, you say that. Cause I, I didn't realize that it was a win in my mind. I'm like, oh, it was, you know, I spent like 45 minutes or something. That's not a win, but no man, like that is a win. That's a legit, a win. Yeah. Um, I've been having this real, I've had this realization recently where you do something hard and afterward you don't feel great about how it went or maybe you just have some like residual anxiety and you think like ugh, man like I, well, I, feel, I still feel shitty but it was still a win like you got what you wanted you you did the hard thing and the hard thing is now done even though you don't feel good it was still a win and like taking a second to to remember oh that's a win that that's a win right there um so yeah last week i would say i worked very little on my own stuff i was doing just my the bare bare minimum on my own stuff while i felt well, I stabilized and felt a little bit better about my freelancing work and, uh, my motivation, my motivation, my, uh, my momentum this week has been very high. So, um, I had to have a real relearn this lesson again, but with the NFT bot that I've been working on that, ha that I have been working on, um, I was doing, a, I had, I had done a small proof of concept in Python and Python is not my main language. It's, it's something I've only picked up and maybe in the last year, um, and I decided to, I, w I had originally started this proof of concept doing it in Python because it was handy. So I was struggling a little bit with it. And I got in this morning and thought, man, what the fuck are you doing? Like, you are so much faster in Java. You were a Java programmer for like 15 years. Like, go do the thing you're really fast at. What is your problem? And I was like, oh, yeah, actually, that's, that's a good idea. So I just like <laughs> stopped and in like, 90 minutes I'd rewritten everything that I'd done and it's working and it's better and like better in every way and now not only better in like oh I can read it and it functions better but in that like oh I can take it to production like very quickly so um I hacked the shit out of it and I said perfect that's exactly <laughs> that's exactly the state it should be in so now I'm just like building the slack integration and I'm going to push it to the store this week my goal is to have it Thursday, I, I want to have the integration to the Slack store done or the Slack marketplace done on Thursday and then have it pushed in production by the end of the week. And then uh, after that, I'm just going to start posting about it. And uh, like I need to build a small landing page. So I'm just looking at landing page generators, just whatever I can to to make it fast. 
Um, I'm not worried about writing the best copy in the world. Like I'm just going to time box everything, throw up a small landing page. And then I think it would be fun to do a product hunt launch. So I'm going to do a super quick product or like, I don't know what's involved. I say super quick, but fuck, I don't know. Right. I'm just going to, I'm going to go through the motions and see what happens. Wow. That this is a, this is a Slack bot, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's a Slack. It's NFT based, but it's exactly. Yeah. It, it watches your, your NFT smart contract and anytime a transfer happens. So a transfer can happen when an NFT is minted or when, um, when NFTs change hands, uh, it reports back to the channel. Um, and I've thought of a bunch of like cute little features, things like I can do, um, have you seen, do you, when I say ENS, do you know what I mean? Like no. on Twitter, people say it's like, oh, mattgale.eth or like when people have oh, .eth right. in their names, that's this right. thing called the uh, ENS, the Ethereum name system. But you can do reverse lookups to be like, I have a wallet. Tell me what the ENS name is that's linked with this wallet. So I was like, oh, it'd be kind of neat to do like um, a reverse lookup to see if like a celebrity bought your NFT, like a crypto celebrity. So like one of my launch features is going to be something really simple. Like I do a reverse ENS lookup to see if you own, to see if somebody bought your, if somebody famous or someone with a lot of followers on Twitter basically uh, buys your NFT. And then it's like, oh, Matt has a thousand followers and he bought your NFT. That's cool. Or just like, I don't know, so like finding small wins to celebrate um, via the Slack bot, I think is kind of cute. So I think that might just be like um, kind of a purple cow kind of um, attention grabber, which I thought might be kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, that's that'd be a huge accomplishment, like doing a product hunt lunch at the end. Like, Yeah, I, I don't know how long it takes to put together something like that, but fuck it, man. Like, I'm just going to time box it and it might be the shittiest product hunt launch you've ever seen, but I'm doing it. <laughs> I don't care. Right. <laughs> yeah no exactly right because you're because you get nothing writing on this like it's not like yes. this needs to make money next week otherwise exactly. I, I have to live in a van that by the river exactly i'm just tr like the whole reason i switched back over to a language i know is i for like i don't know what happened but all of a sudden i lost my sense of urgency somewhere and it's like what are you doing go faster this is a stop trying to grow technically what's wrong with you like you, you can grow <laughs> technically sometimes at some other time and space like forget it go fast go as fast as you can so um i i need to find a way to like remind myself to apply haste it's like i kind of need a um a, uh there's so many things that i need to remember about in the day-to-day -day. move fast like think let think less or you know fear less anything there's all these things i need to remember and it's like i need to i need a little Thing to remind me of what my daily mantra is today of go faster fast yeah. fast speed just i don't know something that something that can cue me to remind myself that like stop getting caught up in everything else and remember what really matters so yeah so that's my um so that's the state of that project i'm pleased with how it's going and yeah i i managed to cut a bunch of scope i had a bunch of ideas or thought of a bunch of problems and i was like ah fuck all that stuff like, it's irrelevant right um just uh, just build build the build the V one get some maybe build some interest and then do the product hunt launch. That's the most important part. We know okay. the technical part can come later or like you know the extras. And the and that's the idea is that if you get feedback, like if you see that it's getting traction and people are installing it, using it, then then you would add features and maybe find a way to monetize it. Yeah, that's that's my idea. Yeah, so okay. like I'll as part of the sign up, all that stuff, I'll. 
I've, I'm still figuring, well, I have to look at, I started to look at the Slack integration to understand what do I learn about my customers when they install it. So like when someone signs up, how can I reach them? Um, there should be, I'm hoping there's an email. I mean, that would be pretty useful. Um, but yeah, like as soon as people start to install it or reach out to me, or if I can reach out to them, then great. I'm just going to roll with that and improve it and see what people are interested in. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. Like, do you have like a, a timeline? Do you have an idea? So I really want to be done with the dev this week. Like I'd love to have it in the Slack um, directory this week. Um, and then I have to look at what's involved in the, in a product hunt launch, like what assets, what is the bare minimum assets that you need? Um, when's a good time to post? I need to look, I feel like I'm, I've drowned myself or there's so many people out there that have like best, um, best practices for a launch. I just need to read one and you know, 80, 20 it (laughs) and and just launch it. Like I'll have to find a hunter, um, but I think uh, in Indie Worldwide, I think uh, Anthony is a hunter. Um, there are others. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, it's I got to read a playbook and, and go through right. it and see how quickly I can put it together. It'd be really nice by the end of next week to have the product hunt launch ready and then get it hunted, figure out what day is best to hunt it, and then just do it and see what happens. Cool. Yeah. Well, you will be one... One milestone ahead of me because I've I've never I've never done a product hunt launch. I'll test the waters. I'll let you know how it yeah, goes. Exactly. Is it because I told you that I I blindly upvote everyone who launches now in my Twitter feed? No. Yes. <laughs> Although I, I was just thinking to myself like, oh, get ready for no upvotes, but it's like that's not true. Mark, as long as Mark <laughs> sees that tweet, I'll, I'll get one upvote. Exactly. I've actually not seen any other launches recently since we last spoke. Oh, really? I haven't, I haven't seen any new launches. Yeah. Oh, damn. I thought people launched more regularly than that. It's the summertime, so, man. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, exactly. It's summertime. I mean, I'm glad that I didn't automate it now. Like that would, that would have been premature. Yeah. Automate you know. it all. Okay. It's all ready. And then crickets for months. Yeah. Nobody launches anything. Yeah. You're uh, maybe it's uh, yeah, a timeline thing. You only have to worry about it for the fall. Yeah. So yeah, momentum levels high, um, and I've got high hopes for this week, especially switching back to the totally sane world of Java, where everything makes sense and is very readable. Yeah. And you can simply that, click to view the source, and you don't have to like. <laughs> yeah, you don't have to jump through crazy hoops to understand how it all works. Right. No, that's that's a great decision. Yeah. Even if Java is not sexy anymore. Yeah. Like, who cares? Because. Nobody's going to care what language your bot is written in. Exactly. They care about the gains. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I often, yeah, I often want to try a different stack. I've been using Ruby on Rails for forever now. Yep. And I'm always tempted, oh, I should, I should try something new. But yeah, I quickly remind myself, like, no, no, you need to ship stuff. <laughs> you don't yep. need to learn a new, a new stack. Totally. Yeah, new technology is, oh man, it's like, yeah, the ultimate, <laughs> um, the ultimate shiny thing. Yeah. Yeah, like it's it's hard for me to listen to like framework friends because I yes. like, I, <laughs> I listened to the to the episode about Elixir and Phoenix and LiveView. I was like, oh my God, I got to try something in Erlang. That sounds amazing. <laughs> and it's like, dude, no, stop, stop that. I know. I've actually, I've, I've actually skipped a few episodes now because 
yeah, each time it's like, no, no, I cannot get into this. This is going to be, this is going to be a distraction. I'm going to want to try something in this stack now. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, you know, it's a good podcast when you're just like savoring the, or salivating over the, <laughs> over yeah. the options. But when, when I talk about Laravel or Rails, then I'm fine because yeah. I hate PHP and I will never try Laravel. <laughs> Oof. So then I can just appreciate, oh, that's cool. It's, it's cool that you guys built that. And that's, that's cool. But I don't, I don't feel like I need to try it. Or, and when it's the Rails stuff, that's super interesting because, yeah, Bullet Train is super interesting. I almost bought it when I had to pick a, a pre-built stack for my SaaS. Right. No, man, I, uh, Aaron has been in my orbit long enough now that I'm like, man, maybe I, I, I haven't done PHP in yeah, probably 15 years. So now I'm like, oh, man, maybe I need to go back and revisit that and remind myself of like what it's like to do some PHP. Um, it's interesting how it just like reentered my sphere. Even before right. Aaron, I just like, yeah, there, I, so I'm like, oh, man, it's pretty interesting. But this is the problem. There's too, <laughs> there's too many interesting pieces of technology. No, exactly. Yeah, so that's really it for me. Um, I've been thinking a little bit more about like how I want to market something like this. And I met a bunch of people at uh, NFT NYC that I follow on Twitter. So I'll ping them. Just say like, hey, we met at NFT NYC and I think this might be an interesting tool for you. Uh, and maybe they'll visit a link or two. That'd be nice. <laughs> but other than that, it's fine. We'll let it rip. And I've got lots of other ideas for projects and things to think about. So yeah, just trying to focus on speed. Okay. Oh yeah, so so like you say, hopefully in two weeks you have the product. Well, you're ready for product hunt yep. launch. Yep. And then after that, you're basically gonna move on to the next next idea that you have. I think it'll depend. I mean, if if it popped off, that would be really cool. Um, there there's a bunch of other things that will need to happen, or that that uh, like I'll need to support other chains. I'm right now. I'm just supporting the Ethereum based chains, but you know, there's L2s. There's Solana, there's other, there's lots of other things to support. So, um, and it depends where the demand is. Um, but if it does, if it pops off, awesome. And if it doesn't, no problem. Um, I can pick something else up. So I know the, the goal was to build momentum, right? to yeah. get in that habit, right? Of mm-hmm. like doing, doing your own projects every single day. Like at what point do you, at what point will you feel like, okay, yeah, and now the habit has stuck. Like I have no problems, you know, with momentum, like mm. every day I, I can easily do one to three hours. So, I'll, and at what point will you like say, all right, now I need to, to think more like, all right, what's, I need to build an indie business now. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? I have no idea what that feeling will feel like or look like or anything. I feel like I just got to keep taking swings to, and helping people and having lots more conversations. Cause like, I feel I have such little faith in my ability to look at something and be like, yeah, that'll work <laughs> that like, and, and I guess part of it too is like to even look at something and be like, oh, there could be a business there. I'm just like, no, I can't even think of like, I, it's like I get too scared almost. Oh yeah. Um, but a, a lot of what I'm finding too is, I mean, there, even with the freelancing I'm doing, like I'm spotting a bunch of things like this NFT bot. Um, Cause the way I'm going to position the NFT bot uh, or the, what I've been thinking is about building momentum and getting wins. So like you have a, like you're building a, you're trying a, like a lot of these NFTs are trying to build communities and it's like, now you can empower your team and your community by 
notifying them and letting them know like, hey, this happened. This fucking happened. You don't have to go and refresh the page and be like, oh shit, like (laughs) did somebody buy? Is this number different than it was? Like, I like the idea of getting a push and being like, people are buying this thing that you're, that that you put up for sale. Um, Especially like the ENS lookup thing to be like, oh, like Matt bought your NFT and Matt's cool or I don't don't know. Like, I think there's, I think there's some hype there. Like, how do we build hype around this thing? Because building is so hard. Yeah. Um, but like, even with my freelancing, we've been using, um, like a platform as a service called render render.com. And it's very interesting. There's a lot of gaps. Um, but I could totally see a lot of like, and there's tons of product risk, but I could totally see a lot of like juicy scripts or things that make render a lot easier to use. Cause there's so many things that are missing that they're very slow to, um, to catch up with. So like uh, fixing or or helping to create a better developer experience around render could be cool. Like, yeah, even a lot of the scripts that we've written, just things in general to make our lives easier, like open source them or create like a, a, a paid package or something like that. I don't know. But I could see like that's a very useful problem because people want a more seamless experience with their, uh, uh, with their, with their hosting. Um, but yeah, like I've been getting lots of ideas for just from doing freelancing. Like I have my eyes open a little bit more of like, where are we spending our time, really? Right. Environment setup is brutal. Um, luckily, uh, on our team, a contractor came in, and he has done. He's been a contractor for a long time. It sounds like, and he's he's done this kind of like environment setup, set up your GitHub actions, set up all these like pre-commit checks, all these things. It sounds like he's done it a million times. So he's able to pair drop in, and in four or five hours, you're supercharged with everything you need to get running. And I was just thinking like, oh, thank God he was here to do this because what a lifesaver that is. And I think about something like SAS Pegasus. They were on the, uh, they were on the Indie Hackers podcast forever ago, but it's that same kind of like, it was a Django project starter um, that facilitated a lot of this for you. And it's like, oh man, it's so useful to have little tools like this to just like help your developer experience. So like, how can I build better developer experiences for, or ease of use things for things like render or other platforms as a service? I mean, people hate AWS with a passion for a reason. So it's like, how can you make it easier to just like have an S3 bucket up and running? Like one of the things that I only recently learned about, which is a genius service. So there's a, so naturally there's a million of them now, but there are services that you drop an image in and then um, when you query that image or when you go to fetch that image, you can give it query params and the params will be like the dimensions of the image. So the service will then reformat the image according to the dimensions that you give it and it'll serve you resi- pro- pro- appropriately resized images with correct um, uh, pr- um, dimensions and proportions. Like, yeah, it's super interesting. So right. like for us, we have like, you know, like you, you would own one of these swoops NFTs and they're, but it's a, it's an NFT game. So like your avatar has a million different combinations of how it's viewed within the system. Like, is it waist up, chest up, which direction are they facing? Like some of that you can do in CSS, but some of it you can't. Um, and you just want to drop in solution. You're like, Oh, where's the image? I just want to hear the params. Just give me what I want. Um, so it's so useful to have things like that. And it's like, oh, I wonder if there's like a twist on a service like that that I could that I could create. Or I'm sure you could even position something around that, around NFT games or something like that. Um, man, another thing I've been thinking of, and this is like really pie in the sky, but 
I think an NFT game developer conference would actually be really interesting. Ooh, getting in the conference game. Man, this is like, it, it, when I was at NFT NYC, I would like all of the developers were trying to find each other, but it was also like a fan conference as well. So like people who are just interested in the space are showing up and getting involved. But like, let's get these developers together and talk through some of this stuff. Like, how do you manage CICD for contracts? Like that's and like, how do you automate that? What does a test environment look like? It's very interesting. So it'd be cool to get some notable people together and be like, well, this is what we found. This is what we tried. Um, yeah, I think that'd be really, really compelling. So yeah, I'm just trying to keep my eyes open. And then I, of course I mentioned before, like um, being able to do API planning inside of Figma. Um, how do you, you know, you're trying to build something from scratch. How do you take a Figma design and turn it into a API document that de- that details things like API endpoints, payloads, responses, request payloads, anything and everything. And being able to link those things potentially with entities like, yeah, there's, where are we spending time? That's something I've been trying to think, trying to keep my eyes open to a lot more of. Where are we spending our time? Yeah, so this is like an unofficial 12 startups in 12 months kind of kind <laughs> yeah. of thing, right? It's going to turn out into that without the scary part of committing to, yeah. to do it. <laughs> yeah, sure. Yeah, I think that's I think that's fair. Yeah, it's just it's like... The be- it's the best way to find ideas is to to find problems around, you know, especially in your case, like it's it, the, the game, the NFT game is a business. Mm-hmm. So it's B2B. Um, yeah. Any, any way to, any tool that you can build that will make them more efficient, make them help them save money. It's uh yeah, it's a great business potential. Yeah. So, yeah. So I've got lots of ideas and the longer I work on the projects and, talk with more people that's something i've kind of been missing a little bit like just chatting with more people um the more i do that the, the more i learn the more i don't know more it gives me more energy it's been a little hard because i you know i, I here since i moved i have less of a network so i've been now that i'm feeling a little more situated uh and not just like new new person in a new city i'm trying to find some meetups to go to where I can meet other developers and see what they're dealing with or just like random meetups in general where I can meet people. Yeah. Trying to get back in the flow. You're going to have to start the Indie Hackers Victoria. Man, I've been thinking about it. (laughs) Because you started Indie Hackers Montreal and we're getting together this week. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Josh took over the, uh, the meetup, which is awesome. Yeah. Josh is amazing, man. He is like, he is the Indie Hackers Indie Hacker. He is super skilled. This is this is great. Like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna try to mess up your plan. Like it's it seems like you're you're on a roll. Like you yeah. got you, you got momentum going and you have ideas and you're you have an like you're in a state of mind where you're you you're open to new ideas and and you can more easily identify new problems and to be solved. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, hopefully hopefully this creative burst stays and grows. I want right. to get more creative. Should we call it there? Yeah. All right, cool. So uh, notes for the show can be found at startuptosomething.com. If you like the show, rate it and review it in your favorite podcast player. It super helps people find the show. And that'd be really great to have more awesome listeners like you. Thanks a lot for listening. Bye. Bye.